This is a download from MFR. The 80s Rewind again with Paul Stevenson and Gino Conti. Look at that money, look at money. So he does a bit of busking, he's just like, bumps him a one-man band. Nobody knows, no one oh understands. Can anyone lend me a hand? Because I've only got a thumb. I'm a one-man band. That's people what happened. Now, ladies, you may be sexually affected by this noise. So if you are quite sensitive, you might have to just not listen to this bit, okay? So I'll give you a three-to-one countdown. You cover your ears and then you come back, okay? Three-two-one. Two things okay. we don't mind, we, we don't talk about in this okay. on the podcast. We don't talk about the 90s and we don't talk about having exercises with people's mums, especially mine. Okay. The 80s Rewind again with Paul Stevenson and Gino Conti. Welcome to episode 12 of the 80s Rewind again podcast. We are filming, so hopefully you'll have caught that on book face at some point. 80s Rewind again. Just search on Bookface for 80s Rewind again. It's myself, Paul Stevenson from the 80s Rewind show Tuesday nights on MFR 2. And the dying man alongside me is MFR Breakfast presenter Mr. Gino Conti. Hey, 80s fans. It's great to see you. I tell you what, you smell good. You look good. We could maybe have 80s style lovemaking after the podcast, but what comes first? It <laughs> certainly does. And there's plenty of work to come oh, on this podcast. This is a busy one. Such a busy podcast. I'm surprised we've got enough time to fit ourselves in. <laughs> it's true. We've <laughs> got a big interview with Level 42's Mark King, legend. Mark, Mark King, who basically, if it wasn't for Mark King being born, and if it wasn't for the movement of his thumb, we would never have had the piston. Which obviously is in cars because his thumb moves that quickly. Legendary bass player that he is. Great bass player. Indeed. And the thing is, uh, in Sweden, he's a real king. Really? Yeah, that's why it's called Mark King. Because he was Mark Smith, and that's really boring. Oh, and okay. he went to Sweden and he went. Scandinavians love doing stuff like that. Mark King, yeah, well, look at Aha, they were knighted. It's true, certainly true. We've also got the third instalment of In the Wild with Kim Wilde. Oh, yeah, I love this. I love this. However, I'll tell you who doesn't love it. Who? Marty Pello. Because we said to Marty Pello, do you want to take part in In the Wild with Kim Wilde? Well, you have to make the noise of like an animal. Say, like, if it's a wolf, I'll shut this at a wolf. Right? Yep. And we said that, that's what you do. And then Kim Wilde's got to guess who you are, like which celebrity it is. And what did like, he say to us? He told us to. <laughs> that's a true story. True story indeed. True story, true story indeed. Uh, we've also been gigging it. It's summer. Gigs are coming round. You've been to a big one at Hamden. I went to a big oh one in Falkirk. We'll talk all about that we as will. well. Certainly will. And uh, we'll also have Gino's big quiz oh, as well. I tell you, I, was, I, was, I cheated myself last time round. Did you? How's that? Because remember, I almost got, broke my record of 15. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, 11. But yeah, 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 yeah. Well, 15. You've never got 15 before. No, but I could have got 15. <laughs> 15. You could have got 13 if you got one of the last, well, two of the but last But that was unlucky. Right? Yeah. I, I don't deal with number 13. You try to get a flight with a seat 13. You try getting a meal for 13 people. It doesn't happen. Never, no, but, ever. I'll, I'm going to try it just to prove you wrong. I'll live in number 14 and next to me is number 12. And across from it is number 10 and 11. There is no 13, right? But in that sort of superstitious world... There might be. <laughs> well, there certainly is, and that's all I can say. And before all that, we'll talk a little bit about our kind of social interactions because we're, we're we're down with the kids. We like to think that we're we're in there with the social media world. Although we love the eighties, we like to keep ourselves now and current and yeah. relevant. We're down with um, the kids. We're not as hands on as Michael Jackson was. We're, and we don't have the money to buy ourselves we, out of trouble either. Yeah, yeah. 
But we don't, have a, a monkey. We don't yeah. have a monkey. We don't have a llama. Don't have a monkey. You're hairy enough. Call you the monkey. Well, I get yeah. compared to look at my, my dad. In fact, big Enzo baby, big mm. fan of the podcast. Hi Enzo. Hi mum. He's been up to the station as well recently. Uh, he was up. He's, to meet him, oh, yeah. I tell you what, he, Enzo, he's got yeah. never autographed his left moob. <laughs> I didn't have a pen on me. He, he, actually had, he, he me. had like a rainbow shaped round the sort of top part of his moob. Right. And he's gutted you never actually. Well, he's glad next he, time he's up. Next he's, time he's up. He's glad that you kissed. You weren't supposed to tell people. My mum was, she's reading that. She's, oh, she wasn't she's went to cash for gold with her jewelry. Your mum, she's, she's some sort of fitness lady as well, doesn't well, she? She's she to the gym every day. Yeah. Zumba and she does Zumba. links in the pool she and spinning yoga. and all that kind of stuff. Pretty well, nuts. It was, my daughter was YouTubing oh, right, to find the is. next fitness craze and yeah. she saw mum doing the Pilates and that. Wow. Yeah. So how come you don't do anything like kind of keep fit stuff then? With my mum? Yeah. Well, like special exercise. No, no, no. That's my mother you're talking about here. I'm not talking about special exercise. There's you, two things you obviously we don't think about. Special exercise. Two things. Mom, and that's a worry. Listen to me, sunshine. There's okay, two things okay. we don't mean. We, we don't talk about in this okay. on the podcast. We don't talk about the '90s, and we don't talk about having exercises with people's mums, especially mine. Okay. We'll leave that there. You've upset me now. I feel like I've upset you. wouldn't even let me have my chewing gum. I had to swallow my own really? chewing gum. Yes, because you sounded like a cow chewing over there. The last time I had to swallow something like <laughs> that, <laughs> I was flying back from Turkey with some cannabis. Uh-uh. Like Midnight Express. That's enough. I met John Hunt and everything. Stop, you're going to get yourself arrested. Sorry, stop. I'm sorry. Enough, enough. So, yeah, back to the old social media world. Thank you very much, everyone that's been involved with us on the Facebook, yeah, which is facebook.com so forward slash 80s rewind yeah. again. Because we did see last podcast with Upper Game. We have Upper Game, so and you guys are there for us. It's great. And also, the 80s podcast was featured in a local Highland Life magazine article about yeah, me. Remember yeah, they did an article? Yeah, and there's some you fun see- stories in there as well that you seem to. Have acquired, yeah. Well, I spoke about Marty Pello and I spoke yeah, about... Yeah, but how you interviewed Marty Pello. No, no, no. You, you. No, hold on, hold on. No, that's what he said. Hold on, hold on. That's what he said. You know what that's journalists... What said in the article. You know what the press is mm. like and journalists and hacks and all that. Yeah, yeah you say mm. one thing and they write another. I said to that lady, yeah. right? Mm. I said to the Highland Life magazine girl. I said to her, because Philip Sue... Hi, Phil. <laughs> Philip Sue got a mention. Yeah, yeah, and you emailed him about and that I was as chatting well. away about the fact he knows Mark Zuckerberg. So, ideally, Phil, speak to Marco... Zuckerberg and maybe get him to do something on his Facebook page he can maybe say hey I just checked out this podcast <laughs> millions of fuck will download it come on Phil it might happen might happen well, I, I'm, where'd you mention he got a mention where'd you mention oh is that okay. the way you're doing it is it that's the way the Itali- Italians ah. do it okay I'm an Italian ah, and he doesn't want to mess with the Italians no, that's all no I but say. I may have to make him an offer I can't, he can't refuse okay is yeah. that a sexual offer or it may be that Okay. Maybe that. But I've just bought a new saloon car with a big boot. That boot can take <laughs> two two That's golf bags said. easy. Enough said. So a chopped up body. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> I'm gonna have to move you on again because I don't want but you to anyway, over there. Can I just yeah, clarify yeah, yeah, sorry, though that I said that my I do the 80s podcast for my mate Paul and I That's said me. that he interviewed Marty Pello and we do this fun feature because we were talking about celebrities and things and I said to her, this is how it panned out. And then she wrote that I interviewed him. Mm. But I don't have time yeah. to correct. I don't have time. I ran out of time. Of course not. I was too busy. Not. I was too busy yeah. modelling. Doing my modelling. Yeah. Because it's, it's swimsuit season. So I was doing <laughs> the new... What's wrong here? Nothing, nothing. I was doing the yep. new Peter Stringfellow thong it. range. Okay? Lovely, lovely. Peter's busy. Peter's, Peter's hip out. He's, he's, he's away to Amsterdam. Oh, wonderful. So I had to step in. Put on a blonde mullet. <laughs> Sit next to a couple of yeah, a couple of chains that, yeah. and that, yeah. Decent, decent. I'll divert the teeth out a wee bit, <laughs> uh, and uh, I had to, yeah. I tell you what, though, I'm, got I've got an issue there. I've got an artery problem. <laughs> He's blocked my artery. Those thongs are that tight. I don't want to know. Anyway, back to the social right, media world. Well. Right. Thank you very much to everyone that has been in touch and taken part and liked all the, the funny pictures and all that kind of stuff we've had there. Um, you make Tony because we, we did mention last podcast that he's, he's a bit too eager when it comes to the oh, quizzes. Yeah. He just gets he's them all good. before anyone's even he had a chance to even does. see them. You know. 
two seconds after it's been posted, he's answered all the whole thing. So thank you very much for him to just mm. just laying off slightly. You know, he's liking the pictures. He's not getting involved. And then the likes of uh, Gerald and Kirsten Campbell, she's yep. been on there and getting all the quizzes right. And Lauren McNulty as well, who who spotted Teabag. I put a picture up of Teabag, kids' TV um, show from the 80s. Mm-hmm. Dave the Geek didn't even know what it was. <laughs> Calls himself a geek. Doesn't know what Teabag was. Well, he knows how to Teabag. <sighs> Moving on, um, we also uh, mentioned about classic TV shows like of uh, Airwolf and Night Rider, yeah. Saved by the Bell. They're coming back know. as digital comics. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure about that. It's a weird one, but then we had Kevin Doherty. Uh, he was he was in touch saying that he'd watched Airwolf recently, mm-hmm. and having thought how brilliant they were back in the day, he just said they seem a bit bad now. But you've got to remember that was 30 years ago. Yeah, but I, I mean, I, I remember being a bit older when Airwolf was on, and even I could tell they were speeding up <laughs> the, the, the chopper. And it was like fast. Mm. But I mean, I, me watching recently, I've said it before in the other podcast, watching back all the scenes of Mammy Vice, they had stock cuts that Michael Mann had obviously filmed. Yeah, yeah. And I just felt, you know, when they were doing it, yeah. in between the scenes, and it was always the same ones. Yeah, yeah. This is true, but you got to remember, like I just said, 30 years ago, these sorts of things were coming out and technology's obviously evolved exactly. and filming styles and techniques and all the extra effects and all that sort of stuff. So I still love it. And you have to appreciate them as they were back in the day. So they were great. I'm but leaving it at that. What was the boy's name from Airwolf? Oh. He was Swedish and Norwegian. He was a good looking guy. He was a Vincent something, something Vincent. Oh, I know what you mean. I know, you know what you mean. I tell you what, I mean, he had the perfect life. He could go walk into a bar and he's quite easily and say... <laughs> I'm the man with the I'm massive chopper. Yeah, that'd yeah. go down well. <laughs> people well, love like. it. Yeah. No wonder women had frizzy hair knees. <laughs> uh, not missing out people on Twitter as well. We're on Twitter, 80s Rewind again. Just search Twitter. For that on Twitter. Um, fun 1018, retro 80s, true 80s music radio, 80s nostalgia, Jasmine Storm, Richard Ford, Martin Ware, Retro Girl 83. They've all been in touch. They've all We've had loads of followers along. recently. Yeah, yeah. Thanks we've so much. really bumped up big time on there. And uh, Forever 80s as well. Um, I put up a ticket, a stub of um, Status Quo and Queen. I saw that, yeah. They were at uh, Newcastle, I think it was, on that day, whatever it was, a couple of weeks ago. And he said that he went to the same gig in Manchester at Main Road. And he says uh, Baloui Sun was uh, supporting them wow. as well. I know, sounds like a great gig. And he says it was a giant inflatable Freddie Mercury that got nicked after the gig. Giant <laughs> inflatable one. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, was, I asked him if he, they ever got it back. And he th- says there was overzealous Queen fans, he mm-hmm. says. They stole it and I'm, he's not sure. If they Tell you what, if there, was, if there was ever somebody that took a bit of a pumping, <laughs> it would have been an inflatable <laughs> Freddie Mercury, I would think. Eh? Oh, my days. Anyway, yeah, so uh, gigs-wise, we've been busy both of us yeah. where, where were you then where was I I was in Falkirk for the here and now wow. tour that's where um, you get a load of 80s acts together there was 8 of them mm-hmm. um, and they all kind of came on and did like a, between a 20 minute and a half an hour set so it basically is they come on they do 4 or 5 of their big big hits every song is a hit there's no fillers there's no bits where oh, you stand around bang, bang, bang. yeah yeah don't really remember this yeah, one. What it, it's just constant. Yeah, it's yeah. constant hit after hit. And there's no time in between. I mean, you've got the, the piece of paper down there that's got a... What piece of paper? What, are you trying to keep that? No, I just I was going to guess who played. <laughs> I thought we'd do that. A bit of fun, like no. a pre-quiz quiz. No. Well, let me at least guess What's two. the point you've seen it? You've got it in your hand. I've not seen any. What are you talking you've about? you've got it in your hand. What hand? It's not in my hand. Look, look at my hands here. If you're uh, watching the video, look, I've rolled my hands up like that. I don't know what the hell he's on about. Anyway, was bring Paul it back up here. Was Paul it, yes, he was. Was Toya there? Yes, like, she was. Yeah. What about Tapau? Yeah, they were there. Yeah. I bet, I bet all the images must have been oh, there. Yep, yep. Oh, Claire oh. was there. That was right. Yeah. Uh, I might be pushing the boat here, right? Mm-hmm. But it was Curiosity mm-hmm. killed the cat. It was Ben. It was Captain. Ben was there. Oh, wow. Yeah. What about the real thing? Real thing were there, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that great 80s band. Yeah. What about... They it? had two remixes in the 80s, okay? I know they that. Don't, uh, don't be... I saw, oh, I saw right. you look. I saw the Listen, look. you got to realise you to me are everything. 
Uh, what about Five Star? Was Five Star there? Five, what, Denise was there, yeah. I know, Shine. She yeah. was on last podcast. Yeah, she was, yeah. And probably my old pal was there, eh? Me, me and my boy that came up with a great idea, concept of Somali-Aid, Midjua. That's right, Midjua. See, that? I wasn't even there. That's you brilliant. Even there. Oh, there's, a you there. Look, oh, there's a piece of paper. Magic, magic. You must have just appeared. I think you covered this, it. This is something. I stole off the wall, actually, in one of the dressing rooms. Um, it's like a list did, of when everyone's on. Did you get a pity to post pants? I never got anybody's pants. Right. Um, so, yeah, I stole this off the wall. I'm going to hold it up there, but... You can't really see it, but the the timings on it are I'll like so obscenely tight. I mean, look at it. I mean, I don't know if you can look at it while you're holding it up over there. Can you? Hello? It's a piece of paper. That- yeah, so there you go. Um, yeah, the timings are so obscenely tight. I mean, you've got like Paul Young on stage, 7 o'clock. Toya on stage, 7.29. That's even like, half past. What, what on earth? I mean, to, to power on stage, 7.49. Do you know what I mean? And they were. They were literally bang on. They had them you know- on and off, and it was like metronomic. Toya being second on, right? Yep. She must have thought, why Paul Young's not doing half an hour? That's a mystery. <laughs> Certainly is. But yeah, no, it was a fantastic day and I got my AAA pass so I was able to go that's back That's a lanyard, Paul. That's called, the, that's called the lanyard. A lanyard, I'll yep. show them that as well. Okay, you Let's go for it. You do, you're doing good. Well, well it's easier for me to get out here. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Actually, I have to go around the desk. But, uh, so yeah, it was, it was good. I got my backstage pass, got to meet a few people. One of the best bits was getting there early. I think I was there for about four o'clock. Um, gates didn't open until half five and Midjo was on stage. Wow. Nobody around apart from a couple of security guys on stage sound checking. He did the whole of Vienna and it was just awesome. You know, empty, it's empty football stadium. It's like ringing around. And this means nothing. It's just absolutely, it's like he was singing wow. to me, just me. But it was amazing because, like, one of the security guards came rushing out the tunnel because I kind of uh, stood around where the tunnel was, where the dressing rooms were, and all that sort of stuff. And then um, the guy came running out, he's going, Oh my God, that is the midget. It's not like midget yaw or you're a midget. None of these cover acts or, yeah. or kind of like tribute bands or anything. Yeah. That is the midget. And everyone was just in awe. Everyone was just stood there staring at this guy up on the stage, just sound checking in his wow. casuals. You know, it just looked amazing. You know, it's funny how people have, have abused the name midget so much. Because um, I went to Vegas one time oh. and uh, I got a complimentary, complimentary sort of like penthouse. All right. And it came with its own escort. Yeah, yeah. And her name was Midge Hoare. Uh, ah. Yeah. yeah. Different kind of music we made that night. Yeah. If I was you, I probably would have got out there quickly. Well, I, I got there. Yeah. Well, I was... I'll stay for about 45 minutes <laughs> <laughs> okay so yeah no it was, it was a fantastic gig um, you mentioned Ben from Curiosity Killed yeah. the Cat he kept coming out the tunnel and wandering through the audience wow. and he's quite a tall guy as well he still wears the hat kind of he's backwards still, as well because he, he did not yeah he went a bit bold yeah yeah uh, he keeps the hat backwards on um, uh, yeah he just kept coming out the tunnel and walking around everyone's getting photos with him he just seems such a nice guy he just seemed to be just enjoying the fact that he was there but there was some funny stories from there I mean um, Altered Images Claire Grogan came out and I think she'd had <laughs> whew, a, a few too many to, yeah. to maybe I yeah. think maybe because uh, she was quite open about some things yeah. <laughs> yeah, about did she see much husband about and difficulty with relationships Is at the moment right? and yeah she said she's getting very hot maybe that's the menopause and you're like hold on whoa care, careful she's still seeing Gregory <laughs> I don't know if that's happening anymore oh, he left her for that girl with the lovely, lovely teeth, that Dorothy. <laughs> yeah. She's a good footballer, like. Yeah, she was a good footballer. Yeah. The biggest surprise of the night was the real thing, and I'm actually really excited about the fact they're coming up to Inverness because yeah, yeah. they came on and they like, blew everybody away. Wow. They had everybody. What did dancing. they do? What did they do? Um, just all the big hits. Is that Chaz? You to me are everything. Yeah. Sweet song I could sing, yeah, oh baby. Yeah. yeah. Oh baby. Yeah, I got a little video of that actually, which I could stick what up. What was on it all hit though? Can you feel the force to do that? Yeah, can, can you, you feel the force? I can't believe the song's fire. Can you feel the force? Can't not if you well, stay over there because I don't hold want on, to. Hold on, hold on. Oh, oh. I'm trying to make the paper go into my hand. Uh-huh. What are you doing? You oh, see that? That was a force. Up. You picked it up. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> Shut your face. <laughs> That's what you picked it up. It's a force that happened so quickly. Alright, okay. I'll let you. I'll do it again. 
<laughs> Maybe uh-huh. picked up that nice. time because that was crap. Jeez, that was terrible. That was terrible. Hey, come on, I've got a card so, yeah, pick sorry, up. Sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, so yeah, to pal backstage. I went backstage and I managed to get into the dressing rooms of a few people. I got into like the real thing and spoke to them. I spoke to Denise as well from Five Star. She's lovely in person as well. Um, but I also spoke to Carol Decker from Tapau. And we spoke to her recently. We, we spoke did, to her yeah, on she's, podcast. She's actually the first person, apart from Kim Wilde, obviously, because she's just a legend. Uh, but Carol's going to be the first person to be on this podcast twice. Here we go. It's my interview with uh, Carol Decker from Tapau before she went on stage. Uh, here I am in uh, the dressing room of the lovely Carol Decker. Carol, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, not bad at all, thank you very much. Now, you've been performing and travelling on tour since about early April, yeah. and uh, this is the tour kind of coming to an end now, isn't it? How's the tour been? It's been fantastic. It was a real joy to do um, sort of an hour and 20 minute set and do album tracks, B-sides, stuff I haven't played or sang, you know, for sort of 20 odd years. Um, as well as the big hits. I mean, tonight here at Falkirk, it's about, you know, a handful of the big hits. To be honest, after 28 shows in 10 <laughs> weeks, I'm looking forward to doing a 20-minute set. <laughs> I can imagine. And you, you performed at the Isle of Wight Festival as well last Friday, and I've seen some of the videos, and it looked tremendous. Thank you. i, I got to say, we stormed it. I was really uh, amazed, shocked, and uh, um, just gobsmacked. I hate that word, but I couldn't think of anything else. Because, <laughs> you know, we thought, oh, we've been asked to do the Isle of Wight. Wow, you know, I haven't been asked ever to do the Isle of Wight. So I was really chuffed. And then it suddenly dawned on me that all the choices that the public Mm. had, you know, would they bother to come into the big top? If they came in, would they stay, you know? And we slammed it, but packed it out, 5,000 people in there. They didn't move, they they knew all the songs. We did a 45 minute set, we did a long set. And um, I had people tweeting me saying, I can't get in, I can't get in. And so, (laughs) and the promoters emailed me about four times. So hopefully it'll lead to bigger and better things. Yeah. Good stuff. You just mentioned your Twitter there. I love following you on Twitter. You love to engage <laughs> with your followers as well, don't you? I do. Yeah, I do. I like to have a little chit-chat. Um, you get occasionally get the odd loony or the the odd <laughs> troll, you know, which always comes as a bit of a shock. But um, I think I can put them in their place. Yeah. Uh, this is the last date for a while. The only Scottish date on the tour as well. Why was that? Um, it's a question of logistics, really, to... to I've kind of tagged this gig onto the end of my tour. Obviously, I haven't arranged this one, you know. But um, when you go out on the road on your own, it's all got to make sense financially. And we didn't slot in quite enough Scottish shows to make it worth all the hotels, you know, all the boring stuff. So so next time, next time, we'll get some more shows up in Scotland and make it worth our while staying up here for for sort of three or four days and we can put some some more shows in. Good stuff. So that's the tour finished after tonight. Have you got a big rest planned or is there something you're going straight into then? Well, um, I want to start writing. Uh, first, we're going to start mixing the live album of um, Hashtag to Power 25 because we recorded a couple of shows, so we're going to do that. We've also been documenting it um, on film all the way through and we're in negotiations for some of the Isle of Wight footage. So ho- hopefully we'll have a... Well, not hopefully, we will have uh, a great live album from this tour and a little docu to go with it. And then I'm going to start a new album, which I've been really slack I've been slack Alice about writing so I'm going to write some new stuff and hopefully get back on the road next year with a new album excellent so busy busy and the fans have got a lot to look out for then thank you very much for letting me in Carol and I hope you have a great show tonight yeah sorry my towel fell down (laughs) you weren't supposed to say that I was expecting you in my dressing room (laughs) so there you go loads of things for Tapal fans to get interested in but it's not all about Tapal I've been on the podcast more times than she has. I know, I mean... Like, you never say that to me. Stars. You never say, Gino Cotton is the only one that's been on the podcast. To be fair, I come through you and I say, we're going to do the podcast, going to do the podcast. Oh, I don't know if I'm going to be on the podcast anymore. Yeah, this might be my last one. You say that all the time. You, you hurt me. It's like a dagger, you know? Why do you do this? Why do you do, why do, you do this? Eh? 
Because they say that you always treat badly the ones that you love. <laughs> Shall we move on? I think we probably best do, yeah. So anyway, you, yourself, you went to a big gig. Oh my word, listen. Um, I've never seen Bruce Springsteen live, okay? In the last uh, three, over the last three years, he's played Scotland twice. Yeah. And because I was getting married and all this sort of stuff, I never went right. And I went to see Bon Jovi many, many years ago. Not the hold against fantastic. the wife or anything. No, not at all, not at all, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was uh, my little pal Craig, little big Craig. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. little in his bike. And, uh, <laughs> he's he, little in his bike. He had tickets and he's like, do you want to go to Bon Jovi? And he said it about a week or so before. And I was like, I don't know, I don't know, mate. Because I thought of doing a show and then driving it to Glasgow yeah, and doing a show the next day morning. Back for the morning yeah. And he, said, he came on the Friday before because it was a Wednesday, you know. And he says, look, I've, I've got the Bon Jovi tickets. Incredible. We're basically Incredible. four away from the actual front of the stage. And you'll see on the 80s Rewind Again Facebook page I put up and he looks right at me during a picture. Mm. And honestly, I was a bit, a bit disappointed because there's been a bit of a, um, there's a lot going on and it's a bit political between Richie, Samo- Richie, yeah, Richie yeah, yeah. Samosa and like John Bon 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 John Dovey. <laughs> um, and obviously Richie was in rehab and he came out, but seemingly he didn't want to join the tour halfway through or moan about the money or mm. whatever it was. But they did have some other guy uh, there um, who was really good in the guitar. He was quite good as a lead, but I just felt that... Just missing something. Yeah, and he did yeah. a sort of speech at the end and stuff. It was quite quite amazing. He did uh, Wanted Dead or Alive and we all held our phones up and then obviously finished on... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, finished on um, Living on a Prayer. But do you know, we had oh. one of those moments where, you know, the, the thing coincidence? Mm. And it was a coincidence, right, that I was talking to Craig at the time because we were getting selfies and having a good time and I said to him... Getting dating what? Getting a selfie. Yes. When you get your phone, we'll do a selfie right now. In fact, we'll do it on my phone. Like, so if you just lean in a bit, okay. you activate your camera, and you know you got a front-facing camera on your phone. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, never had this in I used to try and make big pictures of Edge Kit, right? So if I do a selfie for us, you need to lean in like that. This is doing a selfie, okay? So we're like, ah, yeah. You can't see you because of the mic. You want to move over. That's it. Hey, keep it ease. Yeah, we just done a selfie. Oh, crikey. See, that, that's a selfie because we've held it towards ourselves. Look. So maybe put that on Facebook just now. And, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so... Put um, on Facebook right now and just say we're recording as we speak. Do it. Sorry, anyway, go on. Continue with the bunch. I've got a text, hold on. What's this? Will you stop looking at your texts? Hey, hi, we're doing a podcast. Hey, hi. What? Eyes forward. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, I didn't realise I left it on Pornhub. Anyway, um, <laughs> yes, so uh, why do one of those things that was a coincidence, right? You know, it went a bit quiet and John Mojovi got himself a drink and wiped himself down. So he was doing that. I started to turn to Craig and says, this is a great gig, eh? And he was like, yeah. I said, you know, feel sometimes if you're maybe doing one thing, you think of another thing. And he says, what are you thinking about? And I just said to him, honestly, this is, this is, this is a true story. This is exactly how it went down. Uh-huh. I said to him, what's the best way to kill a vampire? And just as I said that, John Mojovi went, see that? What a coincidence. That's what you call a coincidence that's amazing and that was on Gino Conti's what of the day 80s calendar that's incredible that's incredible I can't spell that I can't I can't even say it anyway uh, so yeah fantastic gig you went to and we're going to go to a, a massive massive mahoosive gig as well at the end of the month yeah this is exciting we're going to Tina Park no 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 Rockness no 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 Peter Stringfellow's thong party no, you've already done that you've already done that it's like a pants party I know but you've already done well, I did the modelling. Oh, okay. Fair. Well, it's not that. What are we doing? Think, think 80s. Think David Hasselhoff. No, 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 no. Come on. And the, the car wash. Big, big 80s festival. Come wash. on. I've even got us a blooming couple of nights in the Hilton. This is what I've organised. Well, Amy, through the, the office, she's organised it. But anyway. Can I just ask, is it a couple oh. of nights in the Hilton or is it a couple of nights in Paris Hilton? <laughs> just what I'd ask. It's not that one. No, no. so it's no. not the Paris Hilton. No, no, It's no, the no. one down in Perth. Yeah. Right, okay. okay. Cool. Don't do it, but yeah. Is it 80s, 80s Rewind? 
Rewind Festival, Festival. Mr. Conti. Well done. Yes. Oh, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What now? What now? This podcast mm. is called 80s Rewind again. Yeah. And your show again. is 80s Rewind. Mm. Someone's using our name to run a festival. <laughs> to be fair, they just call themselves Rewind Festival. It's not the 80s Rewind Festival. It's just 80s. Why did you say it was 80s Rewind? Well, you said it. I've just texted my lawyer. What? Try and get some money back. You said, I didn't say it. I said Rewind Festival. And you said the 80s Rewind Festival. When? Because then I questioned, why is it called that? You said it. Let's rewind. Is it 80s, 80s Rewind? Rewind Festival, Festival, Mr. Conti. Well done. Yes. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. What now? What now? I did see it. Yeah. Yeah, fool. I'm sorry. Oh, Wally. Anyway, so yeah, we're going down to that. We've got our backstage passes sorted. Staying at the Hilton. I tell you what, if I don't meet anybody else, that whole thing. Yeah. Belinda Carlisle. That's all I care about. I want to meet Belinda. I physically cannot control myself. Because I'm going to tell you a story about Belinda Carlisle. Oh, no. And this is as sexy as it gets. When Belinda Carlisle was part of the Go Go's, because she was there with Jane Weedling. Weedling as well. Um, it was a three of them or four of them in the Go-Go's four I think I think it was four yeah. and when they used to go on the road they had a sort of male manager and stuff and they were a bit wild so he used to oh, say yeah. right if they're <laughs> going to go crackers tonight I'll go and get an L night and seemingly what used to happen was he would then go into his hotel room okay and then later on they'd go out partying and doing whatever they did and then later on at night he'd get a knock on his door right and just as they sort of heard him getting up there'd be an envelope and it'd shoot underneath the door you know under the, the mm. space and then he'd open an envelope and inside it was a Polaroid camera. Uh, a Polaroid picture, uh, picture from yeah. a Polaroid camera. And obviously it was de- it was ju- just sort of developing. <laughs> and he would hold this photograph and look at it. And this happened every time, okay, if they were away somewhere for three, four nights. Oh, my word. And the Polaroid picture was taken up one of their skirts. <laughs> and he had to guess who it was. And that is a true story. That is a, I've saved that for episode 12 just for you. Because I love you, these guys. Keep it easy. I wonder if he kept the pictures. Anyway, uh, yeah, so some amazing artists on that Blinded lineup. There's uh, yeah, Ali Campbell from U before. Hey, Kim oh, Wilde's yeah. there. Jason Donovan's yeah. there. Captain Sensible's there. We've got such an amazing lineup. Matt King from Level 42's there. Um, Do you think he was like, sure as his Nick thumb? Kershaw, Howard Jones, they're all there as well. Oh. Um, Flock of Seagulls there. Oh, OMD. That? Um, oh. Tell you what, we have to go and see, get pictures with everyone because if we walk away mm-hmm. and then you turn at me and we're driving back up in the car and you say, I mm-hmm. wish we had a photograph of the photo, fo- fo- <laughs> what? Wishing, that. yeah, very good, very good. I can't wait. It's going to be tremendous. We've got twin fantastic. rooms, we've got twin rooms in the Hilton. Well, it's, 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 it's a twin room, yes. Right, so a twin room. So is it, is it two single beds? Two, two single beds, beds, yes, yes. Two single beds? Definitely two single beds, yeah. Because Amy emailed saying it was it was it was double. Not double. A, a I've problem. made sure I've phoned the hotel myself just to make sure it's definitely two separate beds. No, but I phoned the hotel as well. Oh no! When did you, you last phone? Well, when did you last phone the hotel? Uh, must have been Tuesday. I phoned on Wednesday. Ah, oh, you've not. And they said to me, "Oh, Mr. Connie, oh. we've got you booked in with Mr. Stevenson." Um, <sighs> and she said, "Just to, are you just confirming that Mr. Stevenson made the change of it being a double room?" Nay. The honeymoon suite. What? How are you playing it, Paul? What's going on here? I didn't do that at all, man. We married barely have you, a year. Have you done that? Have you have you phoned no, up and asked honeymoon? She said you did suite? it. I know the company's paying for it, but you cannot go on there and we're gonna have like strawberries and jump. Well, actually, that might be quite nice. What, strawberries and champagne. Yeah, I tell you, it makes I'm the champagne more taste into better. This now. It's like the start of Pretty Women. Yeah, even though it's like a hot tub in that. I think that's a hot tub, yeah. Decent. And we'll get his and his robes. Brilliant, <laughs> <laughs> like his and his robes. Like, whatever you whatever you're doing, right? I don't care what you're doing. I'm stealing the towels. I'm okay. still in tells because they'll have the H on them. That's fine because um, my wife's name's Henry. You just said this on the podcast, so everyone will know where they've gone, and you've stolen, not me, because you've just owned, owned up to it. 
Just don't steal my innocence. <laughs> <laughs> that went a long time ago. Anyway, yeah, time to get our big star interview for this podcast then. As we said right at the start, yeah. blah, 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 the man What's with it? the thumb of What's the more? 80s. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. We're like going like to that. we're gonna have to move Just because like, oh. If we, Mark King's coming in, he basically leads by his big, massive thumb. It's massive. <laughs> it's a huge thumb. It's a thumb that everyone knows. So here he is, Mark King from Level 42. Now we can argue about who had the hair of the 80s. We can argue about who had the voice of the 80s. But there's only one man that can truly be considered as having the thumb of the 80s. And of course, that man is Level 42's Mark King. Welcome to the show, Mark. Hey, nice one, Paul. That's the <laughs> best intro yet. Oh, well, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Is that something you, you like hearing still, having the thumb of the 80s? Everyone talks about your thumb, don't they, all the time? Yeah, it's all right. You know, I mean, sort of facially, I was always a bit challenged, let's face it. So <laughs> it's nice that people sort of, you know, get my opposable thumb going and I was pretty lucky really Paul because um, I think you sort of hit it right really that there were lots of players who, who used to slap the bass as well but I think I came along just at the right time and mm. somehow broke through to the pop charts with it but it wasn't always that way was it because originally you were a drummer I was yeah Dr- drums was my sort of true love and, and in, in fact that's really what I do the, the style that I play bass is very much like drumming but on the bass guitar which gives you a, a much more sort of rhythmic mm. um, percussive approach as opposed to just sort of stood there holding down the root notes and stuff. So, yeah, I wanted to be a drummer, but things just didn't pan out that way. And, and um, you know, much as I still try and keep my hand in, you know, I've got a kit in the studio and stuff, uh, I'm really glad the way things turned out, actually. And were you a big fan of jazz then? Because obviously kind of jazz funk, that was kind of Level 42's early sort of sound, yeah, wasn't it? That was the, the main thing. For beat. sure, you know, my, my, um, you know, my influences musically were, were a lot of guys coming from the States and a lot of that jazz fusion stuff that came out of Mars Davis's sort mm. of late 60s, early 70s school of music. <clears throat> so there were, I mean, in jazz, there are so many great drummers, you know, and, and, um, and I've been lucky enough over the years now to have met uh, quite a few of them and, and got to play with them. Although I never, ever got to meet my favourite uh, sort of uh, drummer, which is a guy called Tony Williams. And uh, he sadly passed away sort of yeah. quite early um, in the 90s, and uh, I never got a chance to meet him, but he was awesome. Just thinking back to, to Level 42 then, before we move on to what you're doing nowadays, and you've got the big festival up here in Scotland and stuff, but going back to um, maybe 1983 was probably when it all kind of kicked off for you. You had a couple of albums before and a couple of singles kind of before that point, but then when uh, The Sun Goes Down came out, it was your first top ten hit, and it just kind of went massive from there, didn't it? Well, it was, you know, we were never overnight successes, Paul, and it was, um, you know, sort of back in the, the 80s, you, you actually got a, enough time from the record company with contracts yeah. to actually sort of start honing your, your craft, and... You know, where we started out, as you quite rightly said, as, as musicians and just sort of players playing instrumentals in 1980. By the time we got round to, to 1983, we'd actually started crafting the songwriting skills a bit better. And we went to the States and um, worked with a couple of the guys from Earth, Wind & Fire, Larry Dunn and Verdine White. And they produced these um, Standing in the Light album, yeah. which gave us The Sun Goes Down. That was it, and that was your fourth album as well, wasn't it? So, like you said, it wasn't a, a kind of whirlwind rise to fame. It was it was really steady built on it, and the band really yeah. built on it, and yeah. the, the musicianship really came together. And from that kind of point, uh, we moved into kind of 1985 with uh, the album World Machine, which was was a big album for you, wasn't it? That was like the breakthrough. Yeah, it was. It, it was it was the album that, that funnily enough, did close the, the the sort of the fifth album of the contract that we had and, and mm. we knew that if we wanted to get signed up again we, we we needed to sort of take one more step up and, and reach a wider audience than we have been doing and we we sort of consciously wrote the song something about you that we thought might be sort of internationally more attractive and and it proved to be right i'd like to know how we did it again actually and have another crack at it <laughs> so was that definitely a conscious effort then to try and yes, write it something was. a little so bit we more needed to, we needed to we needed to 
know that we could get you know be re-signed by the record company mm. and and you know it's music's a business like any other and, and they you know the, the business is always like to see an improvement and like to see a development uh, and uh, you know we needed to take a step on and we, we managed to do it with with something about you because that gave us our first top 10 in the states it certainly did nick it was top 10 over here as well it went to number six in 1985 and it's probably a good point for us to hear it so here we are level 42 something about you <laughs> Something about you from Level 42 from 1985. Still got Mark King on the line from uh, Level 42. And you mentioned uh, at that point purposefully writing kind of more commercial sort of music for, for release to, to try and keep the record label. Then when it came around to 1987, you were asked again, weren't you, to, to write something that was going to be big. And without a doubt, you did that. Well, yeah, well, you know, it's, it's always, it's like how, how long is a piece of string, you know, I mean, what goes to make a hit record? There are, it's, it's, very, it's very hard to do, but we, you know, we sort of, we somehow managed to get ourselves and our heads in the right space and, and, and uh, we're, you know, we're in contact with what, was, what people wanted to hear at that time. And we, it started really because we were doing such a lot of work in, America, in the States. Um, the record company asked if, they had, if, if we could come up with a, a song or two that they could release in the interim period to sort of keep things ticking over in Europe for us. And we, we, we took a week in the studio and we went in and we recorded Lessons in Love, uh, Children's Say, and um, Freedom Someday, which are three very different tracks uh, from each other. But we, we weren't quite sure what the record company wanted to run with. And they went with Lessons in Love, which did become our biggest uh, selling single and, and um, got to number one in ooh, 13 countries or so, I think. Incredible. How did it feel when you, got, when you first told I me? Mean, can you remember when you were first told? Oh, yeah, for sure. It was great. The, we, were, we, we were actually, by this time, we were on tour in Italy. And um, our tour manager, Roger Searle, came in and said uh, to me and Boone, who were sort of having a beer at the bar, um, he said, hey, Deutsche Grammophone have just phoned up and said that Lessons in Love has gone to number one. And it was a fantastic feeling because, you know, there we were sitting in the bright sunshine, you know, in a bar in Italy just off the beach with uh, <laughs> sort of knee-deep in gorgeous Italian women. It was just, it was a really sort of fantastic time. Be nice to nice to go back. I, I might enjoy it a bit more this time. <laughs> it does sound amazing. And just touching on the actual song itself, I mean, the, the bass line on that song, uh, just looking looking at it just as individually, that is just such a relentless riff. Do you enjoy that one? Yeah, it's you know what, it's it's still probably the hardest workout to play. Mm. You know, because although it's it's kind of it, it's it's embedded in a, in a what is undoubtedly a pop song. Yeah. Um, it's 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 a real sort of feat of endurance to do it, and particularly as because it was our biggest hit, it generally comes towards the end of the set. Yeah. So, you know, we'll have been playing for, you know, for sort of 75 minutes or so, and then we, we play, go into that one, and it's, it's a tough, tough ask, you know, particularly when you get to my age. <laughs> and moving on from that, came out the, the big single uh, that the album's named after Running in the Family. Um, I've got to mention the, the video, because that, that's probably one of the videos I, I like the most from, from you guys. It was just a very bizarre coloured cutouts, and it was just very simple, but at the same time very, very effective. I mean, what, what do you remember about the video? Yeah, it was it was funny that the, the, the sort of the cutout thing. I think it was meant to be like a, a board game, oh, and, right, yeah. um, and we were the, the, the stage was circular, mm. um, or the set that, that they made to film us on, and it was kind of like Trivial Pursuits, come Monopoly sort of thing, you know. And, and they had cutouts of us, and then it was sort of went to us real. 
But it was very, very peculiar, standing on a stage that was revolving um, yeah. and playing, because the stage was moving at quite a speed. <laughs> and that, that was um, strange, you know, strange to do. But I did like the colours. The colours were quite sort of vibrant, and, and um, that was sort of quite fresh at the time. And I think that, you know, you've got to remember that back in the 80s that the whole sort of MTV thing was yeah. still new and fresh. And, and you know, we weren't... You know, we weren't spoiled with the amount of music channels that we have nowadays. There was just this thing going on, and it and it became very important that that you had a good promotional video because that did a lot of the work for you. Because you know, although you could only be in one place physically at one time, you could send out the video, and that will be seen around the world simultaneously. It certainly could. And uh, just as we're touching on that song, we might as well hear it now because it's a fantastic song as well. This is Level Forty Two's Running in the Family. <laughs> Sounds brilliant every time I hear it. Running in the family from Level 42. Mark King still with me from the band. Now, uh, from that point on, the success kind of came with troubles, didn't it, with the band? Because uh, the original members of the band, uh, Phil and Boone Gold, they, they kind of left at that kind of stage, didn't they, just after the tour? Uh, yeah, how, well, how did that it, feel it to you? It was actually mid-tour, really, Paul. It was it made it even more of a hassle. We, we, sort of, <laughs> we, we sent all the crew and the equipment went out to Japan. And, and um, you know, unfortunately, Phil flew back to, to the UK and uh, was suffering a bit, really, from, from the strains of being out on the road for so long mm. um you know that that does take its toll on you and i think it's just like anything else in life really you know that if you if you've been together really working hard for seven years um you know you need a break and and i think that that you know in hindsight what perhaps what we should have done is said well look, we've got to sort of stop here um you know and take a break but of course that you know the business don't want you to do that the business is mm. when you're being successful want you to carry on and you know keep on being successful and, you know, if I was to pass on any advice now, I, I'd say to anybody else, look, you know, you really do need to look after each other, um, you know, a bit more than you do. And But, of course, everyone's in the same boat at the time, and hindsight's a wonderful thing, isn't it? Yeah, it certainly is. I've uh, just got to ask you one more thing as well, because uh, you, you did tour and support a few big acts like Tina Turner and the Police and Madonna as well. I spoke to Kim Wilde not too long ago, and she did uh, the tour with Michael Jackson for Bad, and she said she only got to meet him once, and it was a fleeting kind of quick photo, and that was it. Now, when you were touring with Madonna, was that the same kind of thing? Because her, obviously, profile in the 80s was huge, wasn't it? Sure, and it was like this massive rock and roll circus that was going on, you know, that, um, you know, there were playing stadiums or, mm. and um you know it, there were just so so many trucks and buses and crew and equipment in and out you know and, and we go on and sure enough i mean you know the very first day we were sort of wheeled into madonna's dressing room and she sort of welcomed us on and said hello and then uh, you know uh, I, that was the last time i saw her until we threw a party actually we, we were out we had a day off somewhere in texas and um we were out like in a holiday in the middle of nowhere and we just sort of took over the, the ballroom <laughs> and uh, you know set up some equipment and had a party to say thanks to the crew and madonna came in and was sort of boogieing away all night on that which was which was very nice and it sort of it was sort of good to hang out just for that little bit but um they were very sort of very serious i was always incredibly impressed at how professional the the american were compared to us Brits <laughs> who just seem to be sort of rolling around with you know a bottle of beer in our hands all the time. <laughs> Sounds about right. And as you speak about bottle of beer in hand, you're coming to Scotland for the Rewind Festival. I'm sure there'll be plenty of Scots up here with uh, bottles of beer in hand when they watch you play. Oh, uh, you're going to be playing helps. on the Sunday night. It's a fantastic lineup this year as well, isn't it? Oh, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, Scoom Palace, 28th. Um, that's it. That's the Sunday night that we're on. And there's Tony Hadley and Orchestral Maneuvers that are playing Belinda Carlisle, Nick Kershaw, mm. my old buddy, the Blow Monkeys, the Blockheads. The Blockheads are fantastic, you yeah. know, that we, we did um, 
the Guildfest a couple of years back with them, and they were brilliant. Uh, Jason Donovan's on Cutting Crew, Flying Picket, Sonia, Earthman and Fire Experience featuring Al McKay. So it'll be nice to tie up with those guys again. Great and stuff. Do you like meeting up with the guys again from the 80s? Uh... Yeah, I do, actually. It's, it's, it's nice because, you know, we all went through this, this thing together, and um, I don't see them that often anymore, you know. I've always I've, I've told, consciously kept the Level 42 thing separate, really, from the, the kind of here and now tours that go out and and those things that work with generic bands, because I just it's just what I want to do, you know. I want yeah. to go out every couple of years as Level 42 and, and keep it to that. But it's great when I do meet up with the guys, and uh, you know, which in, invariably always happens at airports for some reason. <laughs> you know, we're going in there, coming out and stuff. Mark King from Level 42, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Oh, you're very welcome. Thanks for calling, Paul. And, um, you know, see everybody at Rewind. Let's hope the weather's good. There's so many issues, Mark King, don't you think? With what? Well, oh, he, he has to wear a, a big mitten. Like <laughs> Just a, to make like sure a, it's safe. Like an oven glove. No, not to make sure it's safe. All right. If he's walking anywhere and mm. there's a road nearby mm. and he takes the oven mm. glove off, mm. people stop to give him a lift. <laughs> His thumb's so big. I thought he meant like he had to keep it safe so it didn't get hurt because it's like it probably insured for millions or something. Oh, it is, yeah. yeah. I think it's the most insured thumb in the world. <laughs> That's insane, isn't it? What are you known for? My thumb. You're not known for that. No, I'm not me. Mark King yeah. he's basically known for his bass playing the thumb's just it's just that's what happens if you overplay the bass with it because he does it with the thumb only you like Nile Rogers and all that you know, oh, they yeah, do it with yeah. the, the index finger and the forefinger you know yeah, yeah. but Mark King's a thumber yeah. you know because he was a drummer did you know that you just said that because it rhymed no it's true I heard he was a thumber <laughs> because he was a drummer but what he really did when he first started off was he was know. he was a hummer alright hummer okay. and the band used to and he used to sit there going and they'd say what song's that Mark and they'd go tell you what I'll drum it and they'd go wow and then they'd say tell you what I'll bass it and that's how um, that song Lessons in Love came about so he's a hummer Drummer. Hummer, drummer, and a thumb. And now he's a thumber, yeah. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. And he's, I tell you what. You don't what, need to go any further with any of the right things that rhyme with hummer. Well, there's one more, maybe. <laughs> he, said, he, oh, no. he said when You're he got. He's in trouble here. When, he, when, it went into, when, when the 80s finished, this is what Mark King thinks, because no. he's a real king from Sweden. And he felt that when it went into the 90s, all the rave and that stuff, he was like, it was a bit of a bummer. So he went from hummer to drummer. <laughs> to summer to actually have an excellent so we've got um, <laughs> to move on with today's podcast let's move on let's move on let's the move third instalment with a wonderful In the Wild with Kim Wilde if you don't know what this is if you've missed a few podcasts then shame can, on you can I explain you. it can I explain go it? For it go for what it what this is is we've got Kim Wilde and we've kept it in a cage okay <laughs> and uh, what we're happens we're going to let is, her out for Rewind Festival yeah, but yeah we will yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. but that's, that's it she doesn't get out for like go to the shops and that no, no. if she alerts the police we're knackered <laughs> however we, we, we have it in a cage and what we do is we you get other celebrities like our celebrity friends like Mark King from Sweden who was a hummer drummer thumber and he thought 90s were a bummer this is true um, and he will make like the noise of an animal so just say maybe it was a like it was a hawk so he would make that <laughs> that noise not necessarily the of the wings he would just go Aah! yep yeah yep, that kind so he of would thing. make that, yep. or maybe he'd make the noise of a, a sperm whale willing to mate <laughs> as it approaches oh the God. crest of the sea and that noise goes like this now ladies you may be sexually affected by this noise. So if you are quite sensitive, you might have to just not listen to this bit, okay? So I'll give you a three to one countdown, you cover your ears and then you come back, okay? Three, two, one. 
And that, my friends, is how sperm whales get it on. Anyway, my point is, in the world of Kim Wilde is, so the celebrities make the noise of a noise, so it could be a sperm whale, uh, it could be whatever, and uh, Kim Wilde's got to guess, not actually what the animal is, but who the celebrity is. Yes. And the funny thing is about this, is we've we've spoke to many celebrities in the Mm, 12 Yeah, and they've all been really receptive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Apart from one. Mm, Who's that? And that one was Marty Pello from from Wet Wet Wet. You know, we did ask Marty Pello, hey Marty, uh, any chance maybe you can make a noise like an animal, and Kim Wilde could guess who it was, and you know what? Marty Pello told us it's a true story. It true is a story. true story. Yeah. It never gets, never gets tired of saying yeah. it either. So yeah. yeah, so far we've had Nick Kershaw barking like a dog, and then uh, in the instalment two we had uh, Owen Paul doing a rattlesnake. So let's that find was, out. That was an excellent rattlesnake. Yeah, let's in find fact, out. I actually you, oh. almost had to drink my own piss. <laughs> what? Because that's what Bear Grylls does if he gets bit by a rattlesnake. He just pees <laughs> in his own mouth. It's not easy. I don't even need to know this. Sorry, sorry. I don't need to know this. Anyway, yeah, so it's the third instalment of In the Wild with Kim Wilde. In the Wild with Kim Wilde. Can Kim guess the AC star from their wild animal impression? And welcome to the feature, which is taking over the universe now. Everyone's loving it. It is In the Wild with Kim Wilde. How are you doing, Kim? Yeah, great today. Thank you. Good stuff. Right. Today's wilderness adventure is in the jungle with the king of the jungle. Today we're going to hear the lion. Now, here's your clue. He started as a drummer and ended up as a lead singer. He tasted success alongside Paul Heaton and Dave Rothery, firstly in the House Martins, and then further south where it was beautiful. He continues to tour today with Alison Wheeler as the South. Kim, name the 80s star in the wild. Now, I know who you're talking about, but I just haven't got his name on the tip of my tongue. Um... Sorry, no, no. (laughs) It's not coming. Oh, it's a shame. The time has beaten you today. The lion, the king of the jungle, is Mr. Dave Hemingway. Behind the scenes. Hear how Paul asked Dave to roar like a lion. Uh, And one last thing, if you don't mind. You're going to love this. Um, Can you make the sound of a lion for me? Listen next time to find out how Kim Wilde gets on identifying another racy star from the Animal Impression on the next instalment of In the Wild with Kim Wilde. She didn't get the lion, Dave Hemingway. Tell ya, House Martin's beautiful south, the guy's a legend. It's a great lion as well. Yeah, it was, very good lion. Yeah. Well, I thought maybe Snow Leopard initially. <laughs> But it's a line. Well, I have to correct them. But yep, that's three down in the can for In the Wild with Kim Wilde. There will be another one on the next episode. Do you think eighties rewind again podcast? When we see her at the the rewind festival, not the eighties rewind festival. No, no. But that's a rewind festival. Yep. Do you think I could give her the bull? Show her the bull. Maybe do the bull. I'd rather you didn't show her the bat wing. So yeah, bull. Might be better. I won't show the bat wing. No, don't do that. No, definitely not. And if you need definitely to, could I just do an, an appendix? Time for an appendix. If you need to understand the meaning of Paul's reference to the Batwing, you need to watch the movie called Waiting with Ryan Reynolds, where a man stretches the skin. No, over no, the... yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, whoa, sorry, whoa, no, whoa, 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 whoa! We don't sorry. need to go that far in depth. Who is that guy? Appendix, I don't know. Pen, I don't know. Guy. I need to cut him short though, because right. we don't need to be offending people. If they want to know what it is, they can watch the film. That's we'll what leave I'm it at that point. Well, just need... that man doesn't need to describe right. any further. Joy, just do it again, appendix boy. Shh, shh. If you need to understand the reference that Paul made to the Batwing, you'll have to watch the movie Waiting. I can't actually tell you anything more about stretching of skin and anything around your testicular area. Stop it! So, so, thanks, thanks, Stop guy. it! He's a good guy. Told He's a good you. Guy. 
Can enough. You? Enough. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> it's a quiz time. Quiz time. Right, can, I, can I intro the music? Go on then. Right. Here comes the... No, not just... Hold on, no, no. Here comes... Wait a minute. Cue music. <laughs> love that music. I love that love music. That That's music. good. Like, oh, did you yeah. make that music? Of course I made that music. Yeah, we should have got Mark King to bass along to it. Oh, In that would have been good. We should have said to Mark King, I tell you, next time we speak to Mark King, yep. we're going to see him at Rewind Festival. At Rewind, yeah. We'll get him to hum it. Yep. We'll get him to thumb it. <laughs> and we'll get him to drum it. What about strum it? <laughs> Didn't even think of that. Oh my word! We'll get him to like a one band. This guy. <laughs> you what? It's like when he walks about. <laughs> he walks about. Mark King's like that. He's like dum 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 dum. Hey, love, do you want something from the shops? Hi, do me a favour. Go and get these chocolate mini rolls because it's, it's it's nine for six now. No bother. Boom, ba, da, boom, and he walks me. He's like boom, 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 boom. Tune the note tonight. And he, sometimes he's not got enough money because oh, he's oh, I've not got enough money. I've not got money. So he does a bit of busking. He's just like boom, I'm a one man band. Nobody knows. No one oh understands. Can anyone lend me a hand? Because I've only got a thumb. I'm a one man band. That's people what happens. I uh, go with that. I'll go with that. Anyway, we need to bring the music back I'm in. Sweating. We need to bring the music. Right, okay. Yeah. Go go. Cue music. Ah, I love that music. So, <laughs> so what we should do? It, oh, what now? Get Mark Kenny, hum it, strum it, and thumb it. <laughs> and drum it. I, I said drum. No, I did it. No, I said drum. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh. Oh. Airball. That was my chew cup again. Okay. Came right. back on it. Cue music. So, today's 80s quiz for Gino Conti is about the here and now acts. So you've got this sheet in front of you. That's mm-hmm. all the here and now acts. Yep. Okay. The questions will be about them and around them. All right? Mm-hmm. Top score so far is 11. You've got 11 twice. Can you get above that? And See, I think but... you've got a good chance, to be honest. I've, I've been quite easy. And you've got answers in front of you. So pretty much, you should do pretty well on this one. Excuse me, Chris okay. Excuse oh, me. Yeah, yeah. Can I just ask you something? Yeah, go for it. I'm looking at these eight names, right? Yep. And you've got Paul Young, Toya, yep. To Pow, yep. Altered Images, Curse to Kill the Cat, yep. The Real Thing, yep. Five Star, yep. Majeure. Yep. And I had no idea that all these artists were related because their surnames are on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did you not know that? No. Nah. That's why they all came on the same bill. It was one of the family reunion things. <laughs> wow. True story. So Toya Wilcox actually is not Toya Wilcox, she's Toya, Toya on Wilcox stage. on stage. And it's Paul Young on stage, they're missing a hyphen there. Yeah. Anywho. Anyway, keep music. Keep music. Start with question one. Four points available in question one. Oof. There were eight acts who performed at Here and Now in Falkirk. Four of them have had number one singles in the UK. Four haven't. Now, taking Midjure as Midjure and not any part of his bands and stuff. Yep. Name the four who have had a UK number one single. Go. Midjure had number one with If I Was. Okay. To Paul, number one with China in your hand. Okay. Paul Young had a number one with Wherever I lay my head. He's still got a great voice, That's by the way. Great stage present. Well, I'll meet him next time. And he's not a rewind. No. What? Did hear him now. Did he say anything about my... Did he do Wherever I lay my hat last moment to my Uncle Ivan? Did he say, this is for Ivan? Miss you. If I say yes, is that okay to lie? But you're not supposed to tell him if you're lying. Oh. Say no. No. So one more. Come on, you've got three right. so far. Paul Who Young, else has had a number Tapau. one UK single? Paul Young, Tapau and Midjo you've got. Curiosity killed the cat and then I'm born with Hang On In The Baby. Is that what you're going with? I think so. It's incorrect, I'm afraid. <laughs> Five Re- star had the number one. Real thing. You To Me Are Everything was a number one hit. In the 80s? No. Still that's number unfair, one single. that's terrible. You just didn't have a number this one in the 80s. It's an 80s podcast, yeah. it's an 80s quiz. I asked who had a UK number one single. They had a UK number one single. Well, I I'll think you find I three did... out of four. Shush. Cue music. 
Question two. Which <laughs> which of here and now acts actually made their first breakthrough not in the UK but in America when their debut single got to number four on the Billboard charts after failing to even make the top 75 here in the UK? How many is it? Just one? Only one of the acts, yeah. They're all British, these acts, but they didn't break through here first. They broke through in America. Which act did that? What are you thinking? What are you thinking? I'm thinking about my new car. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Paul Young. Is that you going with? Yeah. It's incorrect, I'm mm. afraid. Tapao. Ah, oh, dear. Tapao. Sure and for a bonus podcast. point, yep. what was the single? Give a little bit of heart and soul. Correct. Hey, hey. Hey. Well done, well un done. Pois, un pois. Four out of six, you're doing well, doing well. Un pois, un pois. That's the noise Mark King makes when he walks. Un pois, un pois. Sounds like it should be in Willy Wonka. But anyway, which of the Here and Now acts brought in legendary artist Andy Warhol in 1986 to produce their music video? Five star. It's not five star. It was Curiosity Killed the Cat with the single Misfit. Misfit, misfit. Question five. For extra two bonus points, can you name two more of Curiosity Killed the Cat's top 20 hits from the 80s? Now, they kind of straddled 80s and 90s. I need two of their 80s hits. Apart from this mix, obviously. Hanging on a Baby was 90s. Yep. So we're not including that one. Do you know what? I don't even remember the early stuff. Oh. My brain's sore. <laughs> Your brain's sore? I'm trying to think what they did. I wouldn't be surprised if you're in a constant state of sore brainness. I've drawn a blank. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. I can't get him hanging a baby out of my head and then Misfits being burnt. <laughs> Are we going to leave it at that? Yeah. We're going to leave it at that. Oh. I'm going to kick myself. Down to Earth got to oh, number three. To Ordinary earth. Day got to number 11. Mm. And name a number. Hey, how you doing? Mm. So you can get number 14 and 19, 89. Four out of nine you're on so far. Right. It's bad. Who from the act on the bill had a role in the early series of hit comedy Red Dwarf? What's that got to do with these folk? It's one of the people amongst these acts appeared in Red Dwarf. Toya. Not Toya. Oh, it's Claire Grogan. She played Kachansky in the first couple of series. That's right, Kachansky. That's who, uh, not remember, what was the other boy? Dave Lister, who's that you thinking of? Dave Lister, aye, he ah, fancied Toya. That yeah. was the one he started, yeah. yeah. I'm counting all that's a great problem. Anyway, uh, on to question seven. You're four out of ten so far. Toya had three top ten hits in the 80s. One point for each, name them. Oh, he's struggling today, folks. Head in hands. I am, I am struggling. It's having a struggle. I interviewed Ty Wilcox and that, because she does lots of like, tree conser conservation and things like that. She's mm. really cool, eh? Yeah. All right, flirt, though, eh? Yeah, de definitely. I never told her I was naked on the other side of the screen. What the hell? Ty Wilcox, Ty Wilcox, Ty Wilcox. It's a mystery, it has to be there. Yeah, I'll give you that. It came from an EP, but yeah, it's a mystery. That was one of the top ten hits, yep. And again, I'm drawing a blank. No more. Firing blanks today, Paul. Other two top ten hits were I Want to Be Free and Thunder in the Mountains. <laughs> so five out of 13 you're on so far. Uh -oh. Your chance to get two more points. Last question. Apart from the obvious one, Ultravox, can you name two bands Midjaw has been part of? Come on, Conte. Just hold on, please. Hold on. Banded. That was a band. And okay, he was part yeah, of that. right. I'll let you have that one. And then. Thin Lizzy. 
Yep, that's true. <laughs> See that? Seven out of fifteen. Back on track. Seven How many more questions 50. have I got? How many? That's the last one. That's that only. That's seven out of fifteen. That was, was that? That's finished yet? Why are you making like four points a question? Why? I could have. I could have really pulled it back here. Cheese. <laughs> that's terrible. Is that a pass? Yeah, 50%. it's not the worst you've had. Five was the worst, just on well, your new romantic. Yeah, so you, you just, haven't flunked big time. I'm anyway, just a little bit distracted. Midjo was part of Slick, Thin Lizzy, Visage. Let's not forget the Rich Kids, and of course Band Aid. That's right. Yeah. So there we go. Well done, Mr. Gino Conti. Seven out of fifteen for that quiz there. Thanking you muchly so. And uh, you're welcome. I'm thanking you. And I'm looking forward to a little holly bag that we've got. We, I know. I can't jolly. wait. Real yeah. Life Festival is going to be tremendous and backstage. Honestly, Are we going to get dressed up? Are you going to do the dressing up? Yeah, thing? well, I think we should go. I'm going to go dressed as um, Sonny Crockett from Amy Vice. Oh, yeah, I'm going to yeah, go yeah. wear white linen trousers. Nice. Okay, I'm going to wear my Hugo Boss ones I got married in. Ooh. Okay, so I can't stain Ooh. them. I'm going to wear them. My white canvas shoes. In fact, I'll wear, I'll wear my navy canvas shoes because I've got a white rim. And I've got a blue, like a sky blue. You've thought about this a lot, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, I've got a sky blue puppy tooth check suit jacket and a red Armani t-shirt. I'm going to be looking bitching ease. Amazing. I'm just going to go with a headband and a t-shirt and a jacket and pretend well, I'm spare, not playing. Well, wear a t-shirt and I'll give you my silver. I've got like a silvery grey suit jacket. Oh, decent, because you, you should roll it up. Uh, uh, roll it up, because it's, it yeah, it's got a pink in, in, inlay. Yeah, oh, decent, That'll be decent. smart as. I'll you see go if I can get a Dye Straits top or a Brother Nam top as well. Just oh, just, what, he had an orange t-shirt. An orange, yeah, he did, yeah, yeah. Orange t-shirt. Yeah. I've got an orange t-shirt that you can just get. Just yeah. more obvious. So you're going to Mark Knopfler and I'm yep. going to Sonny Crockett. Yeah. Should I take wow. my guitar? Would that look good? Big steel strung one. Why do we get an inflatable one? You take your inflatable guitar and I'll take my inflatable doll. I'll take Doris. Yeah, and then too much care about Doris is she always looks so surprised. She'll be like, ah, hand, she'll have her hands up there like, ah, woo, and we can try and throw stuff in her mouth. As long as that's all you're doing to her mouth, that's all It's quite I'm good, she's got a couple extra holes as well, so we can, we can put a pull up one of them and hold her up like a sign. Thank you very much, I love you, Doris, Gino I love you. Do you know, you know what's, what's a shame? What? Doris, she used to have a voice box, good. but it broke. Can we stop with Doris, no, please? Listen, enough, that, enough, enough she, with Doris. Listen enough. to me. Just, and she got a, punk, she got a zip, puncture in the last, her last words. Her Stop life. it! But this is no. a, a funny joke. <laughs> well, just like, okay, we've stopped recording now. I'll just tell you, right? Listen, <sighs> Doris got a puncture, right? And her last words to me was, You flipped me down. <laughs> and I said, I used to say to her when I used to kiss her, I used to say to her, You know something, Doris, my inflatable <laughs> What's friend? Wrong with you? Listen to me. I used to say to her, You know Doris, my inflatable friend? I'll never let you down. <laughs> <laughs> You've got issues. What is wrong with you? Anyway, I was lonely when I was younger. I can imagine. I can imagine. So yes, get yourselves onto the uh, social media. If yep. you've not liked our pages on Facebook yet, do it. Eighties Rewind again. So you have to search for Facebook.com forward slash Eighties Rewind off, again. I'm going to that picture we took. The selfie that we took. Stick it up. That's going on the old book face. Good stuff. And share it as well. Share it around your friends. Get them to get involved as well. It's always good to spread Eighties love. And if you're one of the Twitterites, then get yourselves on there as well. Twitter.com forward slash Eighties Rewind again. Thank you very much, Mr. Conte. A pleasure as always. Listen, promise me, guys, oh. you'll take care of yourself and we'll speak next time. Until then, keep it 80s. Excellent. Spot on. Where, where, where you have all this doll stuff for? Where are you all from? What's wrong with you? <laughs> I just thought it'd be funny. It's a joke. It's like it's the joke. No, it's not a joke. No, it's like the inflatable boy who went to the inflatable primary school. Oh, no. And one day he took in a safety pin. And by the end of the day, the teacher had to sit him down and she says, Look, look, Jimmy, the inflatable boy. You brought a safety pin to the inflatable school. You've let me down. You've let your friends down. You've let the whole school down. <laughs> but most of all, you've let yourself down. <laughs>
love that. I just had to. Oh, <laughs> we'll take Doris, though, eh? We'll take, we'll you, take, take Doris. you take whatever you want. Well, we've got an inflatable banana as well. Oh, my God. Oh, just get a fun with the flat. You can have a your trousers. <laughs> <laughs> what you peel that, love, eh? I'm scared. Look. I'm scared. You're scared. We're shooting a double room. <laughs> That's why I'm scared. <laughs> Be afraid. Be very afraid. <laughs> The 80s Rewind again with Paul Stevenson and Gino Conti. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Get more from the North's number one radio station at mfr.co.uk.